Hello, this is Charya Karwal from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, June 20th, and the big news today is from Gujarat where former IPS officer Sanjeev Bhatt was sentenced to life imprisonment. The case relates to the death of one Prabhudas Veshnani in November 1990 which was allegedly due to custodial torture. At the time, Bhatt was the assistant superintendent of police in Jamnagar. About 133 persons including Veshnani were taken into custody by Bhatt and other police personnel for rioting during a Bharat Pant. Veshnani was kept in custody for 9 days and died 10 days after he was released on bail. As per medical records, he died due to renal failure. Following his death, a case of custodial torture was registered against Bhatt and a few other officials. Today, Bhatt was found guilty under Section 302 of the Indian Penal Code by a Sessions Court in Gujarat's Jamnagar. Presently, Bhatt is in custody. He was arrested in September last year in connection with a 1996 case in which he was accused of planting banned drugs on an advocate to arrest him. His bail plea in the said case was dismissed by the Supreme Court last month. Last week, the top court had also rejected Bhatt's petition seeking examination of additional witnesses in the custodial torture case. Bhatt's allegation was that although 300 witnesses were listed by the prosecution, only 32 were actually examined in the trial, leaving out many crucial witnesses. The top court had found merit in the Gujarat government's argument that the trial had concluded and the plea was a delay tactic. In April 2011, Bhatt had moved the Supreme Court against the then Gujarat Chief Minister Narendra Modi and had accused him of encouraging the 2002 riots that left a thousand people dead, most of them Muslims. Bhatt had claimed that he had attended a meeting at Modi's residence in February 2002 at which the Chief Minister allegedly told his officers to allow Hindus to vent their anger. The court appointed SIT however gave Modi a clean chit but was suspended soon after he made the claims and was sacked in 2015 one of the reasons cited include unauthorized absences today president ramnath kovind addressed a joint sitting of the two houses of parliament in the central hall kovind said the newly elected lok sabha represents india's diversity with the most women mps ever and nearly half of the new members being first timers he also spoke about the 2019 lok sabha election results he said quote the people of the country have given a very clear mandate in this election by doing so the people of the country have given a mandate for uninterrupted development which started in 2014 unquote the president also said that the voters had seen disappointment and instability before 2014 the president also stated that the people's mandate was an affirmation of the modi government's national security efforts he also urged parliamentarians to seriously consider the quote unquote development oriented proposal to hold simultaneous elections to the lok sabha and state assemblies he noted that frequent elections had affected the pace and continuity of development He also said simultaneous elections was the need of the hour as it would facilitate accelerated development. Only a day before Prime Minister Narendra Modi had spoken about the idea of one nation one election at an all party meeting in New Delhi. Modi had said that a committee would be set up to provide time bound suggestions on the proposal. The first session of the 17th Lok Sabha commenced on June 17th. 
Two days later, on June 19, that is yesterday, BJP MP from Kota, Om Birla, was unanimously elected as the Speaker of the Lok Sabha. The Delhi police have reinstated the husband and the brother-in-law of the 35-year-old woman who had accused Chief Justice of India, Ranjan Gogoi, of sexual harassment. The woman's husband and brother-in-law have been brought back as head constables. Confirming their reinstatement, Delhi Armed Police's additional commissioner said, quote, Both of them have been reinstated, but the departmental inquiry against them is still pending. Unquote. However, the additional commissioner did not comment on why the suspension order was revoked. On April 19th, the woman had sent a complaint to 22 judges of the Supreme Court asking for an inquiry into Gogoi's actions. She had alleged that Gogoi not only harassed her, but was also responsible for her subsequent victimization. The woman, who had earlier worked as a junior court assistant at the Supreme Court, had alleged that Gogoi made sexual advances on her at his residence office on October 10th and October 11th last year. Gogoi had denied the allegations and claimed that it was part of a bigger plot possibly one to deactivate the office of the CJI. In Yogi Adityanath's Uttar Pradesh, three journalists with a Noida-based television channel were finally granted bail today. They were arrested for allegedly airing defamatory content about the Uttar Pradesh chief minister. Nation Live's channel head Ishika Singh and editor Anand Shukla were arrested in the second week of June. They were remanded to 14 days in judicial custody for airing a panel discussion over allegations made by a woman who claimed to have been in love with the chief minister and was seeking a commitment from him. Nation Live's Anshul Shukla was arrested in the same matter on June 11th. The show was aired on June 6th and featured the woman as a call-in guest. The court order granting them bail stated, quote, The accused are in jail since June 9th and June 11th. Looking at the facts, there are sufficient grounds to grant bail without commenting on the merits, demerits of the case, unquote. However, the three journalists have not been released yet. It is because an order in another case of fraud and forgery in connection to Nation Life's permits is still pending, News 18 reported. Standing up to the government is never easy, guys. Do consider lending your support to organizations that do. To subscribe to newslaundry.com, you can visit our website and choose from any of our subscription packs. Also, since we do not take any advertisements, we depend on your support to survive. But that's not all the news from Uttar Pradesh. Rapper Taran Kaur Dhillon, who's famously known as Hardcore, has been charged with various sections of the Indian Penal Code, including sedition and defamation. According to the Times of India, she was charged because of a social media post against the UPCM and Rashtriya Swayam Sevak Sangh chief Mohan Bhagwat. In a June 18th Facebook post, Kaur had called Adityanath Orange Rape Man. She had stated, quote, If this guy was a superhero, his name would be Rape Man Yogi. You call him when you want your sisters, mothers, daughters raped. National hero. I personally call him hashtag Orange Rape Man, hashtag India Stand Up. Unquote. In another post on the same day, she called Bhagwat, quote-unquote, a racist murderer. The complaint was filed by an advocate and RSS volunteer, Shashank Shekhar, who was deeply hurt to see such remarks on social media. The United States is considering putting a cap on H-1B work visas for countries that force foreign companies to store data locally. 
an H-1B visa allows US companies to temporarily employ skilled workers from abroad. More than 3 lakh Indians are believed to be on this work permit. And in case you missed it, the Reserve Bank of India had in April last year asked payment firms to make sure that data is stored on local servers. Reuters reported on the development, citing two unnamed senior Indian government officials. The United States is planning to cap the annual quota of H-1B visas issued to Indians between 10 and 15%. At present, there's no country-specific limit on the 85,000 H-1B work visas granted every year. An estimated 70% of the visas go to Indians. That's a wrap for today. But before I go, I'd like to recommend that you head on to newslaundry.com and check out this week's Reporters Without Orders. It is one of our weekly podcasts where young, enthusiastic reporters talk about the media, the news, the views and more. We also have a fantastic ground report by our youngest correspondent, Veena Nair, on what went down in Mukherjee Nagar on June 16th when a video clip of police officers thrashing two civilians went viral. While you're at it, do consider subscribing to newslaundry.com. We can do such stories only with your support. Your subscription will ensure that news survives. Otherwise, seriously, news will die. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.